Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. How would you advise just that room as a whole? I know you guys knew it would be pretty deep coming in, but have they been more impressed than maybe you thought? Yeah, I thought they've handled adversity extremely well. I mean, that's our game in, involves uh, a lot of your de- success is determined by how you handle adversity, and I think that group has has done a great job of it, having to be flexible, move guys around. It's not as easy as it looks, you know, and, and, and a, lot's asked, a lot is asked of those safeties in our defense, and I thought they I think they've done a good job. Let's go far left, Justin Holbrock, WCMH. Right, was one for 11 on third down in that game. You guys are, I think, 11th, 10th in the country in third down. You talk about adversity, that's the part where you see what the defense has made. Why have you guys been so successful there on third down? It's, it's just something that we, we emphasize. You know, it's, it's part of this system. Um, you know, and I actually was disappointed. I just looked at that and saw we were 11th in third down. You know, we certainly have higher aspirations than that. We're, we're, we're doing well, but it is a critical part of our system. So our guys are trained from the beginning on how to hold the line and know where that, know where that down is because, to me, that's the game of defense, getting the ball back to the offense. And, and particularly when you have an offense that is – as successful as ours, you want to get the back the ball back to them as quickly as you can. So if it's not by a takeaway, that's all on that third and fourth down. So we're doing well. I'm I'm, I'm pleased, but I but we certainly want to continue to grow. Uh, front row left, Dave Biddle, twenty four seven Sports. Jim, there was a lot of talk about uh, Court Williams in the preseason. Um, I know you guys are extremely deep at safety. Uh, what's going on with Court? Uh, do you expect him to have a role in the defense this year? Yeah, Court's, Court has been um, banged up. You know, he's had some some things going on that that hasn't given him the chance to, to fully compete to earn a position. So he's a great leader, and, um, you know, certainly we, we hope he comes along, but He's not completely healthy, so you know we, we need to give him time to get better. J.K. Johnson, um, can you just describe his skill set? It seems like he's very confident. I know he's fast. Just describe him as a corner, if you will. Yeah, I like, I like uh, J.K.'s aggressiveness, number one. Um, his reach, you know, his impact in, in press coverage and his um, competition at the end of the route, I think – those are things where where JK excels, you know, and that derives from having the physical traits 
and the skills, but like you said, also the confidence. But I like the way he throws punches at the line of scrimmage. That's what we talk about a lot. Up front row middle, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Yeah, you're top ten in the country. I know you want to be even higher. But given that your first year coordinator here, players have to learn a whole new scheme, how happy are you with where what the progress has been? Uh, you know, I'm pleased. I mean, we have seen uh, some success, you know, but, um, you know, it's, it's always just defense is such a right now proposition with, um, you know, failure is not an option. So it's, it's just drive, drive, push, push to be better, you know, um, never really look back on any of that until the end of the season when you look back on things. Aside from the, the the plays that didn't go right, I mean, you look at those all the time because you're trying to figure out how to get better. But, you know, like I said when I got here, we don't have three or four years to put this system in to, to make it into a premier defense. It's got to happen right now this season, so it's my job to keep pushing it. What's your biggest concern? Um, you know, defense, because you, you can play well, you can play great for a long time in the game, but it only takes one play. You know, it takes one one play for something to go wrong or a 50-50 ball to go up in the air. So um, my biggest concern is that we continue to compete and have that mentality on, on defense of stopping them on that play, no matter what the score is. You know, we get into some situations where it might be easy to relax, and it's my job to to continue to press upon them that stopping people on the next play is a habit. So, like, when it comes time when you need the defense to stop them, you can't just pull that out of your back pocket and say, hey, let's, let's stop them now on this play. It's got to be an attitude. It's got to be an every down thing regardless of the score or where we're at. So that's that's my biggest concern. Uh, right behind him, uh, Nathan Barrett, com. seems like this is probably the third season in a row where we've had discussions about the defensive ends and the balance between creating pressure and then actually getting home on sacks. Where is your level of satisfaction right now with where that's at and how much do you feel like those have to get home in order for this to be whatever your concept of a, a championship level defense. Neg- yeah, negative plays, right? Always having, always having, always having the ability to um, to get a negative play, right? Because that sets the offense back behind the sticks. Um, the pressure on the quarterback. You know, I'm pleased with what we're doing up front. I think it's my job to con- continue to create. Um, more opportunities, right? To me, it's a function of coverage and rush working together. It's a matter of, you know, the quarterback having to hold the ball. You know, when, when they're getting rid of the ball uh, quickly or, you know, keeping people in in the protection, nobody's guys are going to have a chance to get there. So um, I think that's my job to continue to mix it up and you know, continue to grow the system. We're, we're, not, we're not there yet in terms of what we're capable of in installation. So there are a lot of things out there that I'm trying to sprinkle in week to week to, just to free those guys up more. Right behind him, Tony Gerben, Buckeye Huddle. <coughs> Jim, uh, you've said, and your players say it now too, that what happens on Saturdays is, is your fault. 
Like the bad things. When did that become your thing? I think it, you know, back at Duke, um, you know, where we had a lot of great future doctors and lawyers, not necessarily, you know, just great, not necessarily professional football players, you know, and um, it was uh, Coach Cutcliffe taught me a lot of things, but one of his things was, you know, a good carpenter never complains about his tools, you know, so then <clears throat> when you go into the game, you know, you need those guys just playing freely if you're going to have any chance you know if you're overmatched skill wise so and and those were guys that tend to overthink things so they're just trying to free their mind of that you know to go out and play and not worry about making mistakes now here i have pretty i have great i have great tools right i mean i don't know I don't, i'm not a fixer guy but what are the best tools like craftsmen or something i, I don't know i grew up in a row house project so I, I can't fix anything but we have great tools but now in order to get those allow those guys to perform i think it frees them mentally you know um and it's just a good thing to say. It's like a good thing for me to put in their mind as they go out to the field. You know, like, hey, hey, guys, there was a sale. There's a sale today. I, I, I bought all you guys a free pass on any mistakes you, you make today. You know, if that's like the last thing I say to them, to me, they're like, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of fires me up. I'm like, okay, yeah, just go out and play. Just go out and play. And I think it's something that, um, you know, if things happen on that field, you know, uh, I have to look at myself first all the time, you know, and um, if it's great, then it's the players should get the accolades. If it's not, then then I should be the one who's who's figuring out why it didn't, because in the end, ultimately, all we are is a, is a product of our of our habits and our training. Right. I know Coach Day believes in that coach Mick, you know, in the weight room, that's it. We're 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 a product of our habits and training. So, if it doesn't show up on the field right, then it's up to me to look at where it went. But how do you get those guys to perform to their best? I think we all worry about making mistakes, you know. And these are young men who get a lot of pressure from social media or their parents or everybody. Everybody's looking at them every single thing they do. So, I want them just to play when it comes to game day. I'll stay on them pretty hard during the week, but, you know, game day, let them play. Right, right. Tim May, Letterman Row. Uh, just a quickie throwaway. How many cups of coffee? That is coffee, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> How many cups a day for you? Not that many. Six. But I've had... <laughs> I'll make I'll make the coffee and then I'll put like a triple espresso on top of the yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just one. That just counts as one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my real question: What are conversations like with Tommy Eichenberg? Is there give and take? Is it just you know you can tell he's absorbing everything you're saying? I mean, what what is that? Because obviously with us, he's fairly clipped. <laughs> Um, conversation, but what, what is it like with you? Yeah, he's he, what you see is what you get. He's clipped with me too. I mean, that's what you know. It's there's uh, there's some grunts, you know, you know, and it's like you know, if something's not right, he'll stop and like 
like barely look at me, but kind of like, mm. uh, and I'll say, you know, you were supposed to do that on this play in practice, right? And he'll go, yeah, go on, you know. I mean, because but he's always like, he can see things, which is ideal, right? He can see them as they happen. So if something's not right on the practice field, you'll see him just stop, and he won't really say anything. But I know he's looking for me to give him the answer, like, yeah. What the hell just happened there? You know what I mean? And then, and then I'll tell him, and he'll just go back and play the next play. If you had a guy get it, as you know, you've talked about this in the spring stuff. But if you had a guy get it as quickly as he did with what you're thinking, and you know what you want out of this defense, et cetera. I mean, is it? I mean, he's as uh, he he's picked it up as quickly as anyone I've ever worked with. Got time for just a couple more uh, front row right, Austin Ward. Rivals, 97.1, the fan. Jim, sort of building off your philosophy there for game days, letting guys go play on the interception for Steele and Zach's tip there. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Correct me if I'm wrong. It didn't seem like it was the most exotic play call you could come up with. Just maybe two guys making an individual play to their training. Is that? Well, we had a pretty good, I mean, there's a little more to it than yeah, you've seen. Know. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's a, there's, there was some bluff going on. There was a, a great one-on-one matchup that that we created for Zach and he, you know, and put him at the right position to, to take advantage of that. Um, but I did kind of look, you know, bust on steel after the game. I said, I thought you were a running back here before I got it. No wonder they moved you to linebacker, you know? But the way that they both sort of took, took that call, however you want it, we want to describe it, and then a hand match, recognizing a tip ball, the, the way that they executed it after that, I'm sure from your coordinator seat made you feel pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it looked, it, looked, it looked smooth. You know, I think it was, what, a medium? I'm thinking third and medium, maybe. Right, so Steele's position and where he at was on the field was 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 very well planned, and he knew exactly where to be. I mean, not that you're predicting the tip, tip ball, but when you when you talk about areas on the field and where to be, um, you know, yeah, I mean, it is satisfying when it all comes together. But you know, it happens like in a blink, you know, and then you're. I, 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 there's no celebration for me. There is for the guys on the field, and I want them to have that because. I'm trying to. Pro- you're always trying to process everything that just happened, what they did, what led to us making that that play. You know, for for the next call. That's what you're. That's what you're working on doing. Uh, front row, middle. Uh, Joey Cushman, Columbus Dispatch. Jim, uh, what did you what did you make of, of Denzel's return after after missing a game and and just kind of dealing with the hand? Yeah, he. he 
he's dealt with a lot. You know, he really has. He's, he's, um, you know, he wasn't healthy a lot during camp, so he missed a lot of reps. He's had things already this season. You know, a hand injury for a corner is a big, big deal, you know, because you're constantly jamming receivers or, or, you know, shooting your hand up in the right place to get the ball out. So he's a tough kid. I, you know, uh, we, I was really grateful that he, he wanted to be back and he forced him, you know, he pushed himself to be back. So, you know, in this business for a corner, to wanting to wanting to get back out there and compete as quickly as possible that's a big deal you know he's going to keep getting better in the arkansas state game he, when he gave up some plays you guys took him out and kind of gave him a breather then came him back this was one where he, he kept in the rotation was that a case of wanting to get him more reps well, just yeah yeah it's like hey you know what you've uh you've uh he showed a lot of grit by just being out there you know at a position you know, where in the whole secondary, we've had some, we've had some issues with injuries, and he showed a lot of grit being out there. So, I, so he definitely deserved the chance to uh, work his way through it. Got time for just a couple more. Andy Andrews, Buckeye Sports Bulletin, fourth row middle. Uh, yeah, I had a couple kind of related to Mike Hall here. You've called his first step very rare, and the way you guys use him on the defensive line—he's played one tech, he's played three tech, he's played five—is. Is that specific skill what makes him so versatile, or is it something else? No, that, yeah, that's a that's a a big, strong guy with a like I said, a great first step, great takeoff. So um, he's got some things that are that are hard to coach. So you you know we move him around in different positions to take advantage of that. With, um, he, he seems to get the most animated after he makes a big play just with his celebration. Uh, what does that bring to a defense, and how important is that for him? Yeah, Mike is definitely one of the guys that brings the juice. You know, they're, they're, he's, he's just uh, high energy, has that personality, um, that big smile when he makes plays, can keep guys loose. And I think that's a part of having a great defense. You need people like that. Right next door, Pat Murphy, 24-7 Sports. Jim, aside from the, the interception play, is there anything still in Steele's game that doesn't look like a linebacker and still looks like he's transitioning? Or when you look at the film, is, is he a full linebacker now? No, he's a full linebacker. You know, Steele is. I mean, he's, you know, I like I joked with, yeah, I didn't know him when he was a running back, but um, Steele is, 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 is in there, you know, and, and I've, and I've, I think um, I've continued to see improvement even during the season in his tackling. You know, I think everybody has seen that. You know, he's starting to really pick up um, how to tackle at this level, you know, um, which is not like up around the pads. You know, you see, you know, it's not it's not high. It's low. You know, it's single leg takedowns and roll tackles. And it was good. I think Steele's making improvements in that area. I asked him after the game about having the defensive coordinator as his position coach, and he said he thinks that does make a difference because you're the guy who came up with this defense. Have you noticed that in the past when you've worked with linebackers in particular, that that, that changes things? Yeah, I think there's a chance for guys to see the forest through the trees, you know, and I'm um, when I'm in there talking to them, I'm also talking about everything that's around them, you know, so I think it, it gives them a a bigger picture of the defense. Second row left, Stephen Means, Cleveland.com. Jim, just in your experience, what is 
the more difficult transition teaching a defensive tackle to do edge rusher things or an edge rusher to do defensive tackle things? I think it's an edge rusher teaching them to do defensive tackle things. You know, um, on the edge, there's some freedom and there's some space. You know, inside, there's there's nothing but um, heavy traffic. You know, so anytime you're in a position where you could get a block this way or a block this way, you know, that's, that's uh, you have to be a real warrior to do that. Watching Zach make plays in there on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think it's great. It's great for him. It's great for his future. It's great for our defense. Um, and it gives people uh, something to think about, too, and plan for. Uh, second row middle, Doug Maurice, Cleveland.com. Jim, when you're a coordinator and you're working with uh, new assistants, what are you looking for that tells you, okay, this guy's a good coach, I, I believe in this guy, and how long does it really take to get a sense of other guys on the staff when you're working with them for the first time? Yeah, I mean, it takes, um, it takes, you know, usually a full season, right, until you really, you know, go through the battles together until, you know, you really know each other. Um, like anything else around here at the Ohio State, we don't have a full season. So I was like, you know, we had to get it done right away. So fortunately, when you have vet veteran assistant coaches like we have on defense, um, which Coach Day's done a great job of building that staff, um, you get a sense right away. Because to me, a good, uh, a great coach wants to be 